Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Jay Binkley, Chris and Ocero. I will say this, Chris. It is weird not talking about a game today. Because, well, if there's a game today, we wouldn't have been on. I mean, I'm usually not on Sunday, so it's not weird for me. I mean, it's weird for me just being here on a Sunday. I'm usually not here on Sundays. Do you like Monday Night Football? I do because it gives you a chance to kind of see the rest of the league. I, I and pay full attention to it instead of like half attention. I love when the Chiefs play primetime games just because, as you said, I can sit around and I can watch Red Zone on Sundays, and I I love it, and it, it really annoys me when the Chiefs play at noon now because now that YouTube TV has has Red Zone, it's like, oh, well, that means I'm going to miss the witching hour. I'm going to miss the seven hours of commercial-free football. It's just like, for me, that's like the, the highlight of my week is being able to sit there and watch all these scores and, and watch my fantasy teams go out there and win every week. Yeah, it's it's... I do think it's bad for the Chiefs, though, because it's like baseball. Like, you know, closer has a bad game. He can go out the next day because baseball, unless they have an off day. But they get right back out there, okay, in two days instead of one day if they had the, the off week. But the Chiefs have had to let the stew, man. They've had to get let that game stew. Andy Reid said the team was on their iPads on the way back from Tennessee watching the game. But you get, you got to let this sit, man. It's got to marinate, you know, what your performance was at Tennessee. And you got to watch, you know, the pregame shows, talking about the Titans. You know, they knock off the Bills and Chiefs. Back-to-back weeks, like that Jets loss to them is a distant memory. But they talk about the Chiefs and what's wrong with the Chiefs because you know every producer is telling them to do a story on the Chiefs and why aren't they the Chiefs. I mean, they're going to hear that anyways. I mean, they, they, I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys watch First Take and you know, all the other tomorrow. debate shows. I mean, they're going to hear it anyways. They they probably get it tweeted at them too, which is the reason why you got guys like Hitch and Tyron Matthew who are out here uh, complaining about the fans. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, these guys have, unless you're not on social media, unless you don't watch uh, sports media on television or listen to it on the radio, you're going to hear people criticize your work if you work in if you're an, a professional athlete. It is what it is. It's the reason why when LeBron James decided he wanted to actually start winning titles, he got off of Twitter during the playoffs. And that is to me the the best way you can get around it. These guys are gonna hear wow. it anyway. Joe Man Montana would have heard it once oh, he yeah. won his four Super Bowls in San Francisco. Michael Jordan would have heard it back Michael in his Jordan time. All those guys would have heard it. Can it's, you handle it or not? That's yeah. that's the question. And going they forward. heard it too. They just didn't hear it from like no. the fans as much because there was no there social media. There was no direct media. access to it. But you heard it from reporters, and oh, yeah. these guys would get pissed off at reporters when oh. they would say things that they didn't like. And so. try to fight them or punch them or something. Yeah, or they would they'd be snarky to them during interviews or they'd and get press banned. conferences. Or yeah, or they get their they get their press their their press pass revoked you know like things like that but usually they would they would be very snarky with them during press conferences and whatnot these guys these guys pay attention to what what everyone says about them they probably shouldn't but they do and i'm saying the more time you have the more that messages get out there to them but by having the day off and they'll hear it during the bye week too it's what they yeah. can't change though they go on a hell of a run here with the packers and, and the raiders and the cowboys mixed in uh, yes the giants as well who they have this weekend but there's a way to calm things down. It's called winning. The fear factor Michael Irvin was talking about, he was talking with Kurt Warner. They were talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and what's wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs. Irvin says they're done for the playoffs. I think Burleson was chiming in too. You know, Kurt Warner was talking about being down. Kurt Warner was actually, hey, man, they just need to start winning. I mean, that was his mindset 
in mentality. He was being a little more, uh, I wouldn't say honest about it, but he just made the point, hey, they start winning again. People aren't talking about these problems, but the Chiefs have made their own bed getting in a situation. But Irvin's talking about the fear factor because that's how teams used to play the Chiefs. They feared them. They feared leaving Mahomes too much time at the end of the game. Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, they said that with the Chargers. Our game plan, well, because they ended up calling a pass. Remember at the end, Mike Williams gets it instead of run. They they designed it not to give Patrick Mahomes time at the end of the game. Why? Because Patrick Mahomes would come down and beat them. And the last couple of weeks, that fear factor is like gone. Like that's the one ace in the hole the Chiefs had was that fear factor when the other team looked at him and said, well, Kansas Chiefs are never out of this game. I remember the Buffalo Bills before they played the Chiefs. The common sentiment with Buffalo Bills was, well, we don't know how many points we need because the Kansas City Chiefs are always in that game. And to be honest with you, at that point they were because Mahomes had won in over his 50 starts in the NFL where a team had beat them by more than one score. They hadn't had to deal with that. Now, twice in the last three weeks, they've been beat by more than one score. Again, that's the fear factor going away. I asked Nate Taylor uh, this week on the Nate Taylor show that we do each and every Monday night at 7. This week, we're uh, changing that over to Tuesday night um, because of the Monday night football game, obviously. So Nate and I will be back uh, Tuesday night, which is, I think will be fun because it's trade deadline day as well in the NFL. But here was Nate Taylor on the uh, fear factor. They've got to really, really play just overall better in a manner uh, that the fear will be because of the play itself. Not anymore of psychologically, oh, it's that guy. It's that Mahomes guy. He's coming onto the field with 230 left, down four. And so even though you're up in the scoreboard, you still kind of feel like this isn't isn't what I want. Now, to your point, Jay, they've got to physically punish teams. They've got to just make matchups so favorable that that fear starts to come back. What you would hope, if you're a Chiefs fan, is that that this team rolls off a winning streak, plays better, stops turning over the football. And that's the thing. Will the fear come back? Will the fear come back? Well, Mahomes goes out there and dices up the team. And again, something we were talking about earlier this week, Chris, I was uh, playing some name recognition with people. Like if I said that because teams, the Chiefs have said they're looking for the identity, right? And Andy Reid talked about that too, looking for, you know, his team's identity. The team's identity to me is very simple. It's Patrick Mahomes and the wide receivers put in Travis Kelsey. That's who the Chiefs are. It's not a ground and pound team. If, if you want to say word association with the Baltimore Ravens, all right, you're talking about even losing J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, it's still about running the football. They did not back away from who what their identity was. They're still doing that. Good defense. Typically, that's been a trademark of the team, their defense down this year in Baltimore. But when I think of the Ravens, you know, 2, 05, 07, 09, 2015, you know what I mean? It's about their defense and their running game. When I say Chiefs and identity to you, what's the first thing you think of? I mean, obviously, running up the score and scoring as many points as possible, you know, moving the ball up and down the field with ease. That is really their identity. Here, here's what I'll, I'll, I'll say about this team, because I, I don't agree that teams don't fear them now. I do, I do think the way that you see teams play the Chiefs this year, they do fear them. They do respect Mahomes' ability to drive this team down the field and score points. Respect and fear are two different things, though. But that's the thing, though, is like they do still fear them. The Titans were hyper-aggressive when they were playing against the Chiefs last Sunday. They were like, fourth and short, we're going for it because we need to score as many points as possible because Patrick Mahomes is on the other side of the field. They were playing two deep safeties. Per- I mean, they played deep coverage pretty much the entire game because they didn't want the Chiefs to go deep on them and score points. I do think that teams still to this day fear this team. They just know that the Chiefs right now are a product of their mistakes. And so they're like, cool, well, if if we can put them in a position where if they make mistakes, they lose, then we're good. But if the Chiefs don't make mistakes... I, I think that's ultimately the the thing that's that'll help them get back onto the back onto that uh that that winning train, if you will. I, I I feel like teams still fear them because if they didn't, you wouldn't see teams be as aggressive in trying to score as many points against them. And that's the reason why you're seeing like they've gotten blown out the last couple uh, the last couple losses because of the fact that teams respect that they know they respect their ability to score points. I, I think teams did fear the chase. 
But obviously, the Ravens game, the Chargers game, the I mean, Bills beating game them times, doesn't mean that you weren't afraid well, of here's them. Here's the thing, though. I'll look at the Giants. All right, the Giants look at this game and like, you know what? We might have a chance because Chiefs like to turn the ball over. In hindsight, had the Chiefs won some of those games, I think the Giants would fear the Chiefs a hell of a lot more than what they currently do I now. I mean, maybe the amount of fear we can argue about, uh, but I still think that the Giants fear the Chiefs. I think there are guys in the Giants defense that know they're going to get burned uh, tomorrow night. Chiefs need I to think embarrass that, somebody. Bottom line, they need to embarrass somebody. Yeah, Going yeah. that Eagles game, they had 10 straight games where they'd won or lost by six points. Yeah. They need just to kick somebody's tail. This was, again... This was Austin Eckler in the mindset of the Chargers going back to the Chargers-Chiefs game after the game with James Palmer. Coming into the game, you know, we knew we were going to play aggressive. You know, we, we know they have an explosive offense, so time of possession, keeping the ball in our hands, being a little bit more aggressive on fourth down. And, uh, you know, on the last drive, we started you know, running the ball down a little bit to get into range and then started dicing it around and then, you know, had a couple penalties. You know, and then it came back to, hey, we're going for it, you know, and it's fourth and ten. You know, we're in the huddle like, we're going for this? Like, all right, we're going for it, I guess, Coach said. And then, boom, end up getting a penalty. Helped us out, um, and then end up finish the game, finish or finishing the drive with a touchdown, right? And you have to against these guys. You got to score touchdowns. See, that's what you like to hear. That's vintage Chiefs. We know what we had to do against these guys. We're no more playing these guys. It was Austin Eckler right after the Chiefs charging him. That's the kind of mentality I feel they need to get back. That it's, swagger. Yeah. Chiefs can score on you any time if they don't turn the ball over. Because again, they probably have two more wins. Without the, not probably, they would have two more wins without the turnover. I think every team still thinks that, though. I don't think that's changed just because they've lost four games this year. I think every team is still looking at their game against the Chiefs the same way that Austin Eckler just described it. I believe that every single team is like, we got to score touchdowns against this team. You, I, I definitely don't think the Titans last week were like, oh, we got enough points now at halftime. They were like, we got to keep scoring because they're probably going to come back. And luckily for them, it didn't it, it didn't happen because they didn't they didn't uh, the turnovers were there. There was a lot of mistakes made by Mahomes, and and that's what helped them uh, be able to secure the win and hold them to three points. Yeah, the Chiefs wanted to stop Derrick Henry, but they did three yards of carry. But yeah, you forgot about Tannehill, and they walked kind of into that yeah, trap. exactly. But like they. Were were hyper-aggressive, throwing the ball down the field, even though their their passing offense was 27th in the league going into that game. It was play action. Because, was eight of nine. Yeah, because they know they needed to score points. We cannot settle for uh, getting three points every time we go down. We got to score touchdowns, because if we don't, we're going to lose. So I don't agree that teams don't fear the Chiefs. I still think they fear the Chiefs. Maybe they, they fear them a little less now, but I do believe that teams still fear them because of Patrick Mahomes. Well, the numbers would back up. You should still fear the Chiefs. I'll get into that in just a second, because is this offense better than what the Super Bowl offense is. This might surprise you, minus the turnovers. And that was the big talking point, was the Chiefs offense. Eric Bieniemy Friday, laid it out, reevaluate everything. How much do they really need to reevaluate as far as this offense, or just is the defense the real problem? What Eric Bieniemy said next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big Sunday, Jay Bigley, Kristen O'Cero, about 41 minutes away from the NFL, kicking off this Sunday. Of course, the Chiefs tomorrow night on Monday Night Football. Chris, here's the um, Chiefs offense. That was, if I was going to say the Chiefs offense averages more points per drive now or the last two years when they were in the Super Bowl, what would you say? Now. Now I, I talked about this when I filled in for you last okay. Friday. There, I think I don't I don't know what the number is now. I'm pretty sure it's gone down after that game. But it did. It was 307, which is higher. It was second highest. It's three. It's 307 now. It was the second all time per it, points per drive. Yeah, because it was 314 going into that. It game. It was 307. Now it's down to 276 now. Six in the NFL. But you look at their offensive points per drive in 2020 when they went to Super Bowl 2.74. 2.59 the year they won the Super Bowl. It sits at 2.76. However, on defense for the Kansas City Chiefs, 2.87 points per drive they're giving up. That's worst in the NFL. The Lions had the title last year at 2.98, so they're not to that point like the Lions were last year. But again, you are dead last in the NFL in points per drive. Eric Bieniemy said this to say when the coordinators, because they talked just a day later this week because of the Monday night game, this was B enemy about his thoughts on the offense right now. Let's be frank. Let's be honest. They kicked our ass, okay? So when you get your ass kicked, you reevaluate everything. And so guys got to take a look at themselves. Coaches got to take a look at themselves. And then we got to make sure that we're dotting all our I's and crossing our T's and making sure 
that we're doing what is right for our team to make sure they're mentally ready, but on top of that, physically ready to play as well. First response is some team's going to get a treat if that's what they he talks three or four times I, a week, right? I seriously would. If I were a fan of a team that had a track. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cash head coach. You get this all the time. I would want Eric Bienem, he is my coach, just to listen to him talk during these interviews like this, during these press conferences like this. He's great. Well, when he when he talks, it's great, man. When he, the coordinators talk for the Chiefs, I mean, but you <laughs> they get this. They kick our ass. But like, you no, get this all right. the time. We reevaluate everything, but... How much of the offense can you really change or reevaluate? Again, I said they're going 2.76 points. It comes down to one thing and one thing only, turnovers. But given the Ravens or the Ravens the ball at their own 34 when you fumble at the end of the game when you could have won the game. When you throw an untimely interception or you bounce the ball in the air and it gets picked off of the other team, then you put this defense back out there. By the way, a defense that's given up 29 points a game when they score 26.9. That is a problem when you give up more than you score. I get that, but the turnovers, we can look at the offense. And again, a lot of talk was on the offense this week. I think it was a bit misguided, Chris. This defense is still the problem with the Chiefs. The offense, yes, they had a bad game against Tennessee, but they have been, they actually, they've been one of the most efficient offenses in the NFL considering the fewest drives in the NFL. Yeah, but they're turning the football over. That's the problem. Like, they, they, if, that's the number one problem. If your offense is turning the football over, it's your biggest problem. Like, even if your defense is trash, your offense, the point of the offense is to possess the ball and then move it down and score. And when you're turning the football over, part I think part of that is hurting the defense too because it's like, okay, well, then the defense is having to be put in bad positions sometimes because you're turning it over in your own territory, giving the opposing team better field position and resulting in more points. And, you know, we, we've seen that happen over this season where they're gifting the opposing team uh, games, like in Baltimore, uh, like, it, like, against, uh, like against the Chargers, where you missed out on three potential scores by turning it over in, in uh, Los Angeles territory, and then another potential score when you turned it over when Mahomes just bombed it down to midfield uh, at the end, towards the end of the game. It's just like there's a lot of turnovers that are costing you points and adding points to the opposing team's total because uh, of how you're badly managing the game. So I feel like the defense probably wouldn't be as bad if not for those turnovers. So I got to say it's the offense for sure. Even if the defense is trash right now, the offense still can't be turning the football over. Well, I put it this way, and I, I talked about it with Rob and stuff when the, on the drive last week, and I know it's nonsensical. Defer, because I'm always team defer. I'm good with that. Me, I too. Just Me too. I just don't think in the current situation, if you have a quarterback that's mid, mid, team mid he's right pressing. Now. Your team receive right now. Spags had said the defense plays better when it's got a lead. Right? He said that on Friday. And it was embarrassing last week at Tennessee because they drove down and yeah. Derrick Henry throws a <laughs> touchdown pass. Okay, normally team defer, but the way things are going right now, 
I switch it up just for well, time being. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I would want the Chiefs to get the ball first, get a lead. It's your better unit. Yeah, and here's the thing about it. The Chiefs, if they can get a two-score lead, it's practically game over because the defense is built for a two-score lead. So if the Chiefs get the ball first, score a touchdown, then the defense goes and gets a stop. All of a sudden now, Chiefs can go down, get another touchdown. Now the defense can penitentiary back. They don't have to worry about the run game quite as much anymore. They can go after the quarterback. They can be hyper-aggressive. And now your team is built for the kind of game that you would be in at that point. I think that's what you need to do. If you could trust this defense to get stops, I'm all team defer. But right now you can't. So they yeah. need to they need to get the ball. They need to go score touchdowns and force the opposing team to have to to make it a quarterback duel in order to keep up. You always this defense and again take it with the grain of salt. But they haven't they've allowed seven points in the last three games. The second half, meaning they're better in the second half. Not right off the bat with the team. Here's Steve Spagnola talking about why the pass rush hasn't been good for this team. Oh, uh, I don't know. I mean, there's a there's been some. You know, there's been some things there where um, you know, some of the teams we've played have been pretty good. There's, we've had the pass run issues. We haven't gotten them into the quote-unquote passing situations, I think, as much as you want to. Uh, when you're ahead in the game, I mean, go back to the Cleveland game. You know, when we finally got ahead, it was different, and we could play a little bit differently. You know, so then you f- I think we all felt coming out of that game, like in the second half, I think we felt like we had a decent pass rush. I, it's been a while now, uh, but I thought we did some good things. So maybe the ebb and flow of the game has has changed it a little bit. The the teams that I, it, it, it happened again today, as we did third down, is these teams that are running the ball on third down. That changes you a little bit. Um, we just got to get in those situations where we know it's passed so we can pin our ears back and go. <laughs> the ebbs and flow of the game, do not get down 7 nothing right off the bat. That would go a long way. Again, last two games, they have only allowed one touchdown in the second half. But again, that was Washington and Tennessee turned off turned off the engines. They yeah. turned off the engines once they built that lead, and they started playing prevent on you. But there's also a part of it where, like, I mean, we've seen in the last few games where, like, teams were in passing situations, and... It, they would like do a screenplay or something, and it was like the defense didn't even think that a screen pass had existed. It was like the first time they think they'd ever saw it. Like there were there were third and long situations I think against Washington and against uh, Tennessee where they just threw a simple screen pass and the defense couldn't tackle. They couldn't tackle the running back and they converted that first down on third and long. So it's like, uh, I I think part of it is that teams are able to go out and convert third and long plays with, with throwing the football in a way that you would expect them to be able to stop. So it's not necessarily just them going out there and forcing a team into a passing situation. Guys got to go out there and execute when they know it's going to be, it's no, they know the ball's going to go through the air and they're not doing it right now. And last but not least, Frank Clark chimed in and this is one thing they've got to stop because this kind of should be the mentality going forward. Yeah. Maybe overlooking opponents is Frank Clark Friday. I don't feel like it's hard. You know, it's just, a, it's just a will to want to do it. You know, you got to come in every day with that, with that will to want to get better, will to compete. Um, and having that Super Bowl mentality, you know, that championship mindset. Um, if you come in with those things, I feel like you are going to every day, attacking every day. Um, and it's about taking everything one day at a time. I feel like sometimes, you know, being successful like we've been, we kind of get a far, we get ahead of ourselves. You know, you start thinking, you know, to the playoffs, to the Super Bowl, to, you know, those games instead of thinking, well, we got the Giants this week. You know, then next week we got the Raiders and stuff like that and so on and so on. So um, I feel like that's kind of been – you know, a problem, but um, when you sit down and you start reevaluating things and you start just, you know, looking at it, you know, looking at the bigger picture, it's really just, you know, taking one day at a time, you know, and starting the day or starting yesterday, rather, it's like, boom, we got this practice today and today we got this practice and the next day. And then you keep on going that way and then, you know, um, and, and that enables you to put your all into that one team instead of thinking, you know, too far ahead and thinking, you know, outside the box too much. And now you got all these different thoughts and you focusing on six different teams when you play one, you know, at a time. And um, I think that's key. And obviously they didn't look ahead when it was the Bills. Maybe they did. 
They shouldn't have, though. It was a team that they played I games. What the, game? I, I, <laughs> what game? We talked about, you know, the the, pack, the Raiders on the schedule, the Packers, the Cowboys. You think no. they're looking ahead to the Raiders? I, I hope not. I no, mean, that's what he said. They, we, no, I don't believe No, he, did, he said the Raiders, they weren't. I mean, yeah, that's I the, would say. He I said the Raiders, Giants, they weren't. He said the the good teams, they are looking forward to. Or, but, no, the, it's just like the coaching staff. Andy Reid will not talk about a future opponent. It's all about this one. And the coaching staff being all this one, the Giants. The Giants is the only game they have to worry about. I, I, to Not me, the other I, games. I feel like that's just a, a kind of a cop-out answer by Frank. And you see this a lot with a lot of people. This is just them, like, you know, we're going to give 100%. we got to focus. We're going to have the championship mentality, stuff like well, that. Well, that part is. But I the, just don't think you can we take too far ahead. I, I, don't, I don't believe that. I just... They what I I mean maybe you could say like I think there's some modicum of truth. Maybe overlooking they're people. like, hey, we're just like focused on getting back to the playoffs type stuff. I could I could believe that. I don't think they're looking ahead to certain opponents during the season. The bottom right? line is they haven't overlooked the bad teams because they've beaten them. Yes, I'm saying. If so they like, win Monday they, night, they're they've won three of four against. So that's what I'm saying like who are they? Three of their wins then? have been against the NFC East. Every they, team they've lost to is a, a team that I think a lot of people think is going to be in the playoffs. So like I don't believe that they're overlooking certain opponents I just think that it's a situation where you, you're making mistakes and they're compounding on on more and more mistakes that are happening and you just kind of expect to be good and you don't expect that what you're doing teams are going to catch on to and right now teams are starting to catch on to what the Chiefs are doing and they need to re- reassess how they're playing and they got to stop turning the damn football over and Mahomes is used to being able to just do what he wants and throw the ball down the field and he can't now because teams are playing it safe because they're scared of Mahomes so yeah they get they got to figure out how to beat cover two exactly <laughs> they, 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 they're <laughs> smart enough to be able to figure it I know, out they can do, do everything but yeah uh, you put two safeties up top all of a sudden it's just like the perfect defense against the Chiefs <laughs> but they gotta be able to beat that because the teams are gonna know That's what I'm saying. It's just two high safety they're not blitzing them anymore because yeah. they like to blitz I safety mean, too high it's like the perfect play to beat the chiefs I mean, doesn't matter just, what you there's do there's just certain numbers that don't Zone make sense man two two safeties over the top done it's like it's like the the ultimate rock paper scissors you choose this one thing you win every time and chiefs are sixth in blitz percentage top 10 eighth in blitzes we get 31st in sacks so they're they're trying i know they're just not getting to no, that point they're not doing that coming up next though the nfl slate begins in a half an hour and some good games to keep an eye on we'll do that next you're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. At Diamonds Direct, nobody tells our story better than our own associates. I hear from customers that come in how shocked they are. They're able to, only with Diamonds Direct, afford a diamond that they never in their wildest dreams thought they'd be able to get. People are just thrilled with what we offer. We have exponentially more to choose from. The resources that we have away from our wholesale roots really untouchable. When you come here to Diamonds Direct, you know it's something special. You know it's something that is one of a kind, and you got that at such a phenomenal value. To be a jeweler and have this kind of firepower... We have all these mountings, all this selection, all these diamonds, and incredible prices is just unmatched. And I think our customers appreciate that we are so open and honest about every part of this process. What they're surprised by is the extent that we go to to provide an unparalleled, luxurious shopping experience. This company has a 60-year heritage in diamond cutting, diamond mining, diamond wholesaling. So there's no possible way to get any closer to the source than with Diamonds Direct. We won't be undersold. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Store hours and directions at DiamondsDirect.com. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. The dynamite era of pro wrestling shows no signs in slowing down. On Wednesday, November 3rd, AEW Dynamite returns to Kansas City. The, the Cable Dahmer Arena in Independence, Missouri will host all your favorite AEW stars. Oh my God! For this can't miss live televised show on TNT. Listen to the fans! The best in the world, CM Punk. Brian Danielson. You guys are the best fans in the world. Kenny Omega. The Young Bucks. Adam Cole. Cody Rhodes. Dr. Britt Baker. Chris Jericho. Sammy Guevara in the Inner Circle. John Moxley. Ruby Soho. Darby Allin. Sting. And many more will headline this amazing night of action. The home of professional wrestling is all 
Don't miss AEW Dynamite at the Cable Dahmer Arena. Tickets are on sale now and start at $29 plus fees. Go to AEWTix.com. How was your day? Fine. Did you learn anything new? No. Anything I should know? No. Is everything okay? Yeah. Sometimes it can be hard to connect with teens. Use Connect With Me activity cards to deepen your conversations. Visit health.mo.gov connect to access these free cards and other resources. A message from the Missouri Department of Health and Senior Services. The COVID-19 vaccines are starting to become available across the country. Now is the time to get informed. Get the latest information at getvaccineanswers.org. It's up to you. A message brought to you by the Ad Council and the CDC. Do you need cash now? Your car is worth more now than ever before. So it's time to sell high. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. During Volkswagen Lee Summit's Sell High Sale, we're paying thousands more than ever for cars like yours. Visit BWLeeSummit.com. Tom has been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. I was really starting to worry. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives, but he was there beside me. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Hey, it's Travis Kelsey, and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big Sunday. Getting closer and closer to noon cookoff. Jay Binkley, Chris Inocero. Chris. Did you say cookoff? What I say? Tip- you said noon cook kick off. off. <laughs> what I say? Cook off. You said cook off. I'm thinking about, about eating food, bro. <laughs> oh, I know Pete Swinney's dad's in town, man. We like to eat wings. Yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some filet mignon waiting for me at home. I went to a Rye KC yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god, best steak I've ever had. I've never like tried all the steak places around here. Like I've I've had Hereford House, but not like Chop House or anything. Man, I'm gonna tell you this: that filet mignon and the strip steak. Do you grill it? Rye. You grill it? No, no, no. They, they. I mean, they did it. They did it. Oh, you're you buying? They made it. it. They made it. I have some left over. I only ate half. Oh, of it. I got you. Oh my God, rye. Oh my God, they're they're amazing filet mignon, amazing strip steak. If you have not tried, why didn't you it, finish it? Because uh, my girlfriend was like, you can't oh, yeah. finish it all. Because you know she was giving me some of her steak, and we had some of that Dutch apple pie after. Okay. So uh, I'm gonna finish it today. I'm gonna make some while I'm watching some uh, Red Zone. Perfect, perfect. I was looking at the weather for tomorrow. And there is a, a slight chance of rain, 23%. Kind of that means it's not going to rain. Right? 75% chance it's not, so I don't go by that. I do go by it if it's like 97% or 100% because then you're not getting away from it. Clearly, I think saw. once I'm over, once I once it's over 50%, I'm like, it's probably going to rain. Well, it's going to be in the 30s, though. It will be in the 30s yeah. to kick it, which is oh, fine. That's football it is, weather. Is it? I, I'm going to be at the game. Are so. you going to the game? I'm, I'm going to be at the game. So. You want to see the G-Man? Yeah. 
Well, I'm not going. To, I'm not seeing the G-men. I know. I'm not I, there for the G-men. But the G-men are, are there. <laughs> but they will be there. They will be there, and I will be observing. There's not. That's not my intention to see the G-men. Yeah. Well, the slate for the NFL. I actually see some value in today's uh, NFL slate, and I'm not talking about the noon kickoffs of the Panthers and Falcons, Chris. Other than maybe seeing the meltdown for the Panthers, Sam Darnold gets pulled last week. Man. No interest here in me. It's a couple of three-win teams. Panthers are going the opposite direction, clearly. Um, I did like Matt Rule. I just want to know kind of what the hell's happened with that football team. But they are, they, they were hammered by the G-men last week without their three top receivers and without the running back, Saquon Barkley, which, by the way, Barkley is is out for this game. Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver, is questionable. We'll see what he has to offer. That's uh, Chiefs notes. Dolphins, Bills. This is my survivor pick this week. <laughs> the Bills have now, it's up to 15-point favorites now over the Dolphins. Again, there's not much interest in that game whatsoever, Chris. 49ers at the Bears. <laughs> Same thing. Matt Nagy is not even coaching. He's on the protocol. So there's no, any of these games interest you at no, all? No, not mean. at all. I don't care about any of these games. But it does interest me with Steelers and Browns. I mean, I'm interested in some of these games for like fantasy reasons, but I, I, for football reasons, I, I don't care about Steelers them. at the Browns. Keep yes. in mind, the Steelers owned the Browns until last year. So the playoffs. In the playoffs. Yep. Where the Browns got over that. Nick Chubb could be a Nick Chubb sighting today for the team. Baker Mayfield's going to play, even though he's got like this harness thing on. Um, you can't sell me on that being better than 100% Case Keenum. Hey, Mayfield's better than Keenum, but I'm saying. It doesn't really matter who their quarterback is because it's all about their running game. Ground and pound. I do like this yeah. game, though. Eagles-Lions, the only interest there is, can the Lions actually get a win? I'm more, I'm, I mean, I'm interested in, in Jalen Hurts because he was on one of my fantasy teams. But here's my best noon kickoff game. I'll give you my best game of the week, but this is not it. But as far as interest, Titans at the Colts. I'm really interested in this one because the Titans, see how for real they are, all right? They, they're on the road now. Indianapolis is a surging team. Carson Wentz is playing better football. Jonathan Taylor is a hell of a running back. We know how good that offensive line is with the Colts. A Colts team that right now, if we see to the playoffs, would be higher than the Chiefs, believe it or not, because the Chiefs would be 11th seed. But yeah. the Titans, <laughs> again, this, this is a team that lost the Jets. I'm still trying to figure out how that happened. They didn't beat the Bills and Chiefs in back-to-back weeks. And they're going to face the Colts. I actually like the Colts in this game. They aren't three-point favorites. I actually like the direction the Colts. And keep in mind, I know they did blow that lead to the Baltimore Ravens a couple weeks ago in prime time. But I do like the Colts in this game. I think it's a good AFC litmus test here this game. Yeah, I do I do think that that this is I mean, it's I think that's easily the best noon kickoff game. I think it is interesting just because what happens if Titans have like a letdown game after winning against the Chiefs at home? It's a question. Like you beat the Bills you know, and Chiefs back to back weeks. Yeah, start feeling like yourself hap- a little bit. Yeah, as I'm saying, what happens if you have a letdown game? Uh, and the Colts are a team that's like, they're not like a threat for to win a title, but they're a threat. Like they could like make the playoffs and beat a good team in the playoffs. I value them their, real highly the coming into the season. Like, and, I, yeah, I know you. You talk. You you love them in the offseason. Like I like they their reality, but they're they're a decent team lately. They're a decent team. Their defense is pretty good. Um, Jonathan Taylor is an amazing running back. I, I wanted him so bad for the Chiefs. So did I. I want him so bad. I think they just got T.Y. Hilton back last week. Uh, he could certainly help out their passing game. I'm not a huge fan of Carson Wentz. Everyone who's listened to me knows that. So, uh, But he can be good enough for them to get a win. This will be interesting because this will be uh, are the Titans for real, for real type. Is this going to be a letdown game for them? Because it very well could. And I get it, the Colts. I mean, they, they've beaten the 49ers and Texans the last two weeks. They did blow a 25-9 lead against the Baltimore Ravens yes. a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Speaking of the Ravens, they got blasted last week by the Bengals who were at the Jets. Um, Mike White, the starter for the New I've York Jets. I've never heard of this guy. I've never. Western Kentucky legend, I've buddy. I've never heard of this guy. I've never. I've, I don't, first off, I don't watch any Western Kentucky games. The Bengals are the number one seed. Can they act like it? Yeah, this will be. This will. This is another one. This might be one of those letdown games. If they, if they just, they, they start feeling themselves too much, they can end up like the Titans. I don't, do you ever think in your wildest imagination that the Bengals would be feeling themselves? Yeah, I thought there was a chance. Dude, Jamar Chase. You got T. Higgins there. Love, uh, love the Chase Burrow combination. Joe man. Mixon's been awesome, dude. J- Jamar Chase, I drafted him as my third receiver in like a couple leagues, a couple fantasy leagues, especially in in in, in my money league. He's been 
amazing. He's been the steal of the season for any team. Him and Cordero Patterson, steals of the season uh, in any league. I didn't draft Cordero. He was a, a week three waiver wire guy. Did you? Did, can you believe that 2019 uh, LSU team with Joe Burrow? Yeah. Oh, my God. Justin Jefferson. <laughs> Justin Jefferson had 111 catches, 1,500. Jamar Chase won the Belindikoff. 1,780 yards. I mean, he had two receivers over 1,500 <laughs> receiving in chase. And uh, and uh, Justin Jefferson. Man. All right. So that's the games we like at noon. Rams-Texans now. No, thank you. That's still our noon game. Not interested in that whatsoever. I am no. interested in what the Texans are going to do with Deshaun Watson. We'll get to that in a I'm little bit. I'm interested in Cooper Cup because he's on one of my DFS lineups. Patriots at the Chargers? Like, there is a, this is a 3 o'clock game. This is interesting to me because I want to see the Chargers take another L. But then they would be giving the Patriots a W, but I think the Chargers are a better team going forward. Do you forward. still hate the Patriots like you did when Brady was there? Because I don't. No, Brady magnified it. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate the Patriots anymore. Like I, now, I'm I'm okay if they if they beat the Chargers. It's, Bottom it's line not a, is, the, not a bad they might get their fourth win. She's searching for the fourth win. Chargers could be five and two after beating the Patriots. Chargers cannot stop the run. That is their major deficiency. Last in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and that, that could be a, a big problem because this Patriots team really likes running the football. Even Jack, though they don't have, like, a great running back, they love to do it. And they can against the Chargers. Anybody can yes, against anybody the Chargers. Can. We, we could probably team up at, in the backfield, and we could probably get some yards against that They team. gave up 500 yards of offense a few weeks ago to the Browns. Chiefs have yet to give up 500 yards of offense. By the way, the Ravens have done it two of the last three weeks. Jaguars and Seahawks, no interest whatsoever in this one. None. What was the matchup? Jags and who? Jags and Seahawks. Oh, God, yeah. No, that's terrible. I mean, I'm, I like <laughs> Jags. Robinson. You're going cross-country, man. James Robinson is going to have a game today. He's a, he's in a couple of my teams. Uh, James Robinson is going to have a game today, but that's it. 325, Washington at the Broncos. It would be funny to see the Broncos lose again. Yeah. And yeah, Washington hope- did give the Packers a good quarter. They did. They One did. quarter. Hopefully, I, I got I, – I, it's funny because I got, I got Jerry Judy – on a couple on both of my DFS lineups and I got Washington's defense on both of my DFS lineups so it's kind of like a clash going on there so uh, hopefully there's there's some sacks some interceptions but I need Jerry Judy to have a really big game so he can win me some money you know the funny thing is two years ago that Alabama receiver room you know people always say can a college team beat an NFL team or whatever no they're white no they couldn't but think about this, this wide receiver room was an NFL room yes it's better than a lot of teams Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, all first-round picks yeah. in the same wide receiver room. Oh, yeah. You can make a case for that one. Oh, by the way, Mac Jones was a backup on that team. who's was a first-round starter for the Patriots at this point. My my game of the week, though, Chris, my game today, excuse me, 325. The Bucks, Tom Brady, the Saints, these teams don't like each other at all. The Saints win the division last year, not the Bucks. Jameis versus Brady showdown. That's I- my game of the weekend. That, I mean, if this was like Breeze versus Brady, obviously it'd be the game of the week. But Jameis to me is... Eat the W, buddy. Yeah, but he's not hes not eating as many W's as he, as he could be. He's got four. He's got four, but like they don't... The Saints don't feel like they're a contender. They just feel like a team that might make the playoffs and then lose in the, in the, in the wild card round. The, the thing for me is, can Jameis be more than a game manager? And maybe, you know, whenever, if, whenever Michael Michael Thomas comes back, he can help him take that next step. But right now, so. Jameis was the best receiver in the NFL. Yes, I'm saying. And like, we're waiting you, for you two years. That, you think that maybe he helps him out, but it's just like right now, Jameis just feels like Teddy Bridgewater, you know? And it's just like. Oh, man. That's what he feels like. He feels like Teddy Bridgewater when he came in a couple of years ago. He had LASIK. He's been Green. better. You said what? He said been better since I mean, he, LASIK. He's not throwing as many interceptions. But he did just, lead the NFL in yardage two years ago. Yeah, oh. he did. And he also led it in interceptions by a large margin. Yeah, but it just, he wasn't seeing things right. He had the LASIK, uh-huh, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. But it just it just feels like he is Teddy Bridgewater right now. If he can have a big game, if he can get an upset win uh, over the over the Bucks, I think people start buying into the Saints. The uh, Bucks favored by four in this one, by the way. Then the Sunday night game. I heard a lot of people trash this game. I'm actually intrigued by it because the Cowboys could be hampered. Instead of Dak, it could be um, Cooper Rush. I think they already said that Dak's playing. I think well, but said, how much he's going to play, we don't know. I mean, yeah, I think they already said he was. He but he's, was, it's he a was fragile situation. Play. Fragile situation with him. I think he's going to play. This is my game of the week. 
My big thing. I like this one too, but go ahead. Mine was Buccaneer Saints, but why is this? This your game is of the my week? game of the week because I think this is going to be an offensive game. Like, obviously, like you got Diggs over there for the uh, for the for the for the Cowboys. He's been he's been one of the best players in 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 football on the defensive side. So you know he's had a, a hell of a year. But you've got on the on the on the Cowboys side, you've got C.D. Lamb, you got Amari Cooper, and then on the Vikings side, you've got Adam Thielen and, and uh, Justin Jefferson. High-powered offenses, Zeke Elliott, Dalvin Cook. Like, I, I just feel like this could be a, a a really strong shootout game. I know you've got Kirk Cousins playing for the Vikings, and, you know, it's Kirk Cousins. You know, but I, I just feel like this game could be a shootout-style game, and it could be the most entertaining game of the week. Here's what Schefter said eight hours ago. Still up in the air because of the calf. Again, it's it's hit or miss with that. We don't know 100%. I think he's going to play. Could and be- I think this is going to be a, a fun game. Hopefully it's a high scoring game because I've got some fantasy interest in this one. <laughs> I got a lot of fantasy interest because I drafted Amari Cooper in like three of my leagues. So, uh, and, and Dak in one of them. So I, I, I definitely need these guys to show up on the scoreboard. I think this will be a high scoring game. Lots of points, uh, lots of uh, Al Saunders, Al Michaels uh, uh, voice inflections as guys break deep for touchdowns. That's what I want to see. The over-under is the tops in the National Football League this weekend at 52. Yeah, and I would I would bet the over on that one. That the uh, Vikings, two and a half point favorites over the five and one Vikings because of the Dak Prescott situation. Yeah, That's I, what... I think he'll play. I think he'll play. I think he'll too. Will he finish it? I, I, think I, I don't will. know about that. I think he will. I think they'll heave the ball down the field just so he could show like, hey, I'm good. And, you know, you're going to see some some Zeke plays, some Zeke screen passes. I think I think we'll see a lot of points. Regardless, it's going to be a fun day in the National Football League to kick back on the red zone. The question is, Chris, trade deadline is Tuesday. The Chiefs will learn a lot about where they sit by the end against the Giants because, hey, you lose the Giants, is okay, you move to sell mode pretty quickly for the Kansas City Chiefs. Or do you buy in, if you're Brett Veach, buy into the team, make it a run? Again, they don't have much money, and that's the big problem. As they said, put $2.8 million under the cap. But Deshaun Watson, there was a uh, story out about him today. The Texans, what are you thinking? We discuss him next. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Nate Taylor in studio with CDOT, Fridays at 4, right here on 610 Sports Radio. Welcome back to Big Sunday, getting closer to the noon NFL slate. Jay Binkley, Chris Uno, Sarah. Of course, the trade deadline will be Tuesday. Sean Smith, the uh, former uh, defensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Yeah. Yeah. He just tweeted out uh, earlier today, a little birdie told me there might be a trade going on with the NFC West and AFC team. Should be done by this afternoon, tomorrow, or in the morning. He calls himself the new Adam Schefter. Yeah, I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> well, who knows what's good. It's going to be fun. I mean, I, again, I think Monday night's game, it determines. What I hate is the fact it's the Giants instead of the Packers. That's a better litmus test seeing where your team is than beating the Giants. Because the Giants would think, okay, just like Washington and like Philadelphia, she's just better than them. Let's get a real team in like the I Packers. Mean, just, just think about it. Like, just leave it to the NFL to hurt Monday night football by putting a really good team against a really bad team on national, on national these, television. I on was shocked at this game too. I thought maybe early in the season, you could understand something like this. I was expecting like maybe chiefs Titans to be on like Monday night, not, mm-hmm. not chiefs and giants. I was, that was to me the most surprising of the, I thought the, chiefs and Packers would be when that. Well, yeah. But that didn't shock me because of the fact that you've got, I mean, look, the the main networks like Fox and CBS they want to have those games on their on their 325 uh, schedule so it did not shock me I was not surprised by that I was I was more so surprised that they put a bad game on on Monday Night Football in Monday Night Football really the most alluring thing about it is when Peyton and Eli have the because uh, they did I take some weeks off I can't watch it I do I, I find I it better I, I find it better than listening to Brian I mean Greasy. I, I was I was Brian Greasy's not Steve Levy has he's he's fallen he has not been good this year. But I, I love I love Lewis Riddick, uh, and so I, I like listening to him. But yeah, I, I agree. Greasy's bad, and Steve Levy, Steve Levy has not been good this year. Really, one of the top targets we were talking a lot about before the draft. You know, Deshaun Watson, where does he end up? Then, of course, those uh, lawsuits put on him. According to Adam Schefter this morning, the Houston Texans are prepared to keep Deshaun Watson past Tuesday's NFL trade deadline. Again, value because teams like the Panthers, they've even said, "Hey, we don't want to deal with this because we don't know the legal situation." Jake Glazer had reported earlier in the week 
that uh, they did get, well, they weren't returning calls. We knew that the Texans weren't returning calls and text, which is stupid because you have to hear what anybody wants to offer. You, you listen to them, right? Maybe you poo-poo it or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But send them back, sir, this is a Wendy's or whatever text. But you listen to it. But evidently there was somebody out there for three threes and three ones. And that would have been something. But they're looking to value the owner. Cal McNair privately has told people that he would like the organization to trade Watson before the three o'clock trade deadline, but is leaving the decision. They should. To they his GM. should trade him. Like I don't believe that teams are backing off because they don't want to deal with the aftermath. I think teams are backing off because of the price. Texans think they they don't have any leverage right now. You know, you know what they're hoping for? All this gets cleared because yeah. the the stock of college quarterbacks not like it's not, been in the not, past. Not good it's, this it's year. Rough. Right now, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson. Are going to be the, and Aaron Rodgers going to be the three hottest quarterbacks. That's why. That's what they're get. thinking. They're yeah. seeing value. They're you know looking at the stock market going forward. They're thinking, hey, maybe we'll go yeah a, a different direction. They're trying, to, they're trying to have diamond hands right now, and uh, they're losing leverage. Yeah, three threes and three ones. <laughs> why didn't they listen to that? Huge thanks to uh, Pick Six Previews that joined us earlier. Um, Brett Siancia uh, that joined us talking college football. Thanks as always to Chris Onocero producing the operation. Enjoy the games, guys. You're listening to Bink Sunday on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.